Welcome to Woman on the Rise, a podcast for women like you, who didn't come here to play small, follow the rules, or be limited by what's considered normal. Through conversations about style, mindset, spirituality, and business, my desire is to help you elevate your identity, dress for your dreams, and take action towards manifesting everything possible for you while becoming the best version of yourself in the process. I'm your host, Christy Russell, a mentor and image consultant who has styled and coached women globally and now helps other entrepreneurs, especially stylists, create a life and business of their design. Let's jump in. Hello, hello, gorgeous souls. It is so wonderful to be talking to you again. I have had just the busiest September. I feel like I blinked and here we are in October. (laughs) And I'm just so thrilled to be sitting down with you once more, having a good old chat. Now, one of the things that I loved so much about September that I wanted to share with you is that I had actually had the opportunity to get away for a seminar over the course of a weekend that was taking place in West Palm Beach. And I got to tell you, it was so beautiful being in the warmer weather, being that, you know, Canada has dipped off in terms of temperatures already. We're getting into that beautiful, crisp fall weather, which I got to be honest, I know a lot of you like summer but I love the fall. I I am all about bringing on cozy season, warm cups of coffee, snuggly sweaters, cozying up by a fire, reading like the whole nine yards, watching the colors change. (laughs) I love it. But having said that, it was lovely to get away back into the heat for an extended weekend down in Florida. And what I loved about it is that it was an event for female entrepreneurs. And I love being around other empowered women, women who desire to stand in their own iconic identity, that desire to shine a light on their dreams, that want to reach for more of what is possible, and that are all also looking to support other women on their mission to do the same. It was so wonderful being in a room of other female women that were supporting one another without competition. And it was everything from one another sharing our dreams, our desires, our fears, but also from a style perspective, my gosh, I can't tell you how often, you know, I would walk in the room and I could hear or be a part of conversations that were like, you look fabulous. No, you look fabulous. Oh my God, you're glowing today. (laughs) And it was just such a wonderful treat to be around. I, you know, I, Women are so incredibly powerful and special. And I just love feeling that kind of community and really being a part of women that are looking to lift each other up. And so while I was listening to different speakers over the duration of this weekend, I had these different conversations that I felt that were incredibly inspiring. I took away five main keys that I thought were important or that were continual habits of women that are on a trajectory of rising, that are stepping into their personal power. And I wanted to share that with all of you today, as I feel like this is a practice and not perfection. This is a practice that all of us can get into when looking to step into an iconic identity, looking to elevate our lives, looking to rise into the woman that we are becoming. And that these are habits that we can step into again and again and again until they just become 
routine. They're a part of our, our identity. We don't even have to think about them anymore because it just is who we are, if that makes sense. And these are five things that I felt like a lot of the women had very much embodied in different variations over the duration of the weekend. And I wanted to share it with all of you. And so the very first thing that I personally noticed when it came to habits of a woman on the rise, the woman that's wanting to step into her personal power, is that she is someone that curates her wardrobe intentionally to set the tone of the day. She's showing up as who she's becoming. Now, talking about style, of course, on this podcast or with me in general is of course not new. <laughs> but what was brilliant to me is that a lot of the women were going to be sitting, listening to speakers. You know, we were had done exercises with one another, of course, over the weekend. But really, the room was fairly informal. You know, this was not something where we were in a gala during the day. There was, you know, no, you know, photographers running around capturing. There was no photo shoots taking place other than, of course, the selfies being captured, etc. And despite that, all of the women there showed up in their best dress. Now, some were wearing, uh, you know, really more formal like suits, let's say, for example, whether that was in a power color, let's say, for example, some were in gorgeous sundresses, some were in, you know, really gorgeous jeans and a beautiful blazer, some were in like really luxe looking blouses and dress pants. It was really a gamut in terms of what the women wanted to wear, because of course, all of us have a different style. But the intention was to show up in their personal power. The intention was to own the room that they were walking in, not from a perspective of look at me and wanting all eyes to be on them, but rather from the perspective of here I am and owning that. And as I've mentioned to all of you before, you know, there, our wardrobe, our style really tells a story about not only who we are currently, but also about the woman that we are becoming. And I know I've mentioned this before, but very often I feel like our society and many of us as a whole tend to look at style backwards. We only want to get dressed up when we're going somewhere or when there's a special occasion. And yes, the event that I went to could be looked at as a special occasion. Absolutely. But what if you were to get dressed expecting something beautiful to happen today? What if you got dressed to support a healthy mindset and body image? What if you're getting dressed every single day was an act of you raising your personal standard? Because that's what you desire and you know that the woman you are becoming upholds a higher level of standards for herself. And what if you just looked at getting dressed as embodying the woman that you are becoming? How would that shift what you would not only put in your wardrobe, what you would invest in terms of with your wardrobe, but how would that shift the energy you bring to your day? How would that shift the language you say or the things you say about your body, let's say, for example, that not only you are hearing, but your kids are hearing, your community's hearing? How would that shift things? And so again, I, I thought it was just such a beautiful expression during this event to see everyone, myself included, wearing things that just made us feel radiant, 
And yes, there was the excuse of the event. But as I mentioned, there was no dress code. There was no need to wear, you know, something wildly extravagant unless you felt called to it. And it was so beautiful because everybody had such a wildly different style. And yet everybody was just glowing. It was absolutely fabulous. Now, the second habit of a woman on the rise is being mindful of the language she uses to herself and to others. Now, this one to me is more challenging. It's definitely something I practice on a regular basis. And it's something that I remind my clients inside of Rise Through Style because our language is like spells we cast on our lives. To me, it shows what we believe to be true in terms of our thoughts. It's our thoughts and action, right? We're bringing it to life in terms of our speech. And so it's important to ask yourself, is the language you're using, is what you're saying on a daily basis uplifting and speaking to not only what's possible for you, but to the possibility and the choices you want to make for yourself? Are you showing that there's choice rather than feeling like a victim of circumstance? Because there's always choice in in every situation. And I think a lot of the time, and I've been guilty of this too, you know, we speak like we have to do something or we have no control over our lives or we're speaking like maybe someday something will happen or if we're lucky, we'll have this opportunity or this possibility show up for us in our life rather than showing that we are the creator of our lives. And so it was wonderful, again, hearing the women during this event talk about the fact that you know, they were creating certain things in their business or they were creating certain, you know, rituals or habits or things in their lives that they they wanted that would support the adventure, the journey that they're on. It was positive. It was present tense. It was, it was this is what I'm bringing to my life. And I thought that that was really wonderful. It was such a good reminder of me because For me, sorry, because I know there's many instances where I've caught myself saying, well, I hope that X, Y, Z things or, oh, that would be nice. Yeah, if if X, Y, Z thing happened or I really hope for or wouldn't that be nice when? And I thought, well, that's not very empowering. (laughs) Now, this is not all the time. And again, this is why I say all of these things, these habits are a practice because we don't wake up one morning and it's like, oh, poof. I'm the woman I've, I've always wanted to become. I'm going to speak exactly like she, she does. I'm going to dress exactly the way she does. And, you know, it's perfect. The, you know, the second, like one day it'll just all be perfect. It, it just doesn't happen like that. But again, it's a practice of, am I speaking to what's possible in my future? Am I speaking like the author of my reality? Am I speaking like the creator of my dreams? Or am I giving that power away to circumstance and what's happening in the world? Knowing, of course, nothing unfolds perfectly. But again, at every instance, we have a choice to speak about what's possible, how we're going to continue shifting and pivoting in the direction of our dreams, knowing that it is only a matter of time for those things to come to fruition. Or are you dulling your sparkle a little bit with the language that you use? It's just something to be aware of. And again, I thought it was wonderful Again, there was different iterations of this during the entire event, but listening to both myself and all the other women that I spoke to or was listening to during that weekend, language is so powerful. 
And when we are speaking to what's possible, what's present, what's available to us, what we can create or co-create with the divine, that's when we get, you know, the, our, our, the hair on our arms standing up or on the back of our neck. It's that tingling of magic, that resonance that touches base with source, I believe. And so again, just being mindful as you speak during the day, or even as you're writing emails, writing in your journal, what's the language that you're using and how can you shift it to be something that's rooted in your power? Small shifts, but makes a huge difference. Now, the next one that was so interesting to me is being intentional with media consumption. Now, I have certainly talked about this on the podcast before. I've talked about it quite a few times on both my YouTube channel and Instagram. But media consumption is so interesting because it really is an all-consuming thing nowadays. You know, we're surrounded by our social media. We're surrounded by Netflix or, uh, you know, like Amazon Prime videos or, uh, gosh, like Showcase. I don't know. There's a bunch of whole video, like subscriptions and et cetera. And media is everywhere. But are we mindful with the consumption or how we consume things? Because what we consume is ultimately what pours out of us. And so if we consume garbage, low vibe, you know, things that are around gossip and negativity and violence, etc., it's also going to put us in a low vibe energy or a lack mentality And as a result, that will be the energy we emit. I'm sure you could probably think of someone in your life that maybe consumes a lot of the news, let's say, for example, which is always incredibly negative, or maybe someone that's always in the celebrity, like gossip, let's say, for example, Um, and they're just in consumption mentality overall, right? And consumption, of course, like this can be in terms of shopping, all sorts of things. I get it. But I'm talking more specifically around media consumption here. And you'll find that someone that is in that consumption mode tends to speak very negatively in all other aspects of their, of their lives. Something's always seeming to be wrong. There's always drama in their life, or they speak really negatively overall. They're always finding fault with others or judgment, judging others. And it's because what they're consuming is such a low energy that what pours out of them is also low energy. And so being mindful of the media consumption and asking yourself once more, is this something that lifts you up and speaks of possibility? Because that is what will pour out of you when you are bringing in higher quality media into your life. And so again, at this event, we were watching videos, listening to speakers, the media, again, that was around us that weekend was very positive and uplifting. And so of course, the conversations were elevated. The energy was elevated. We were on our phones less. It was fabulous. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I, I love phones for technology and what it helps, helps us create and how it keeps us connected, of course. But if we're not careful with it, we can become a little controlled by it. And so I know even for myself, a few months back, I had done an audit of podcasts, of magazines, of books I was reading, although books I'm actually pretty good with. But I was really asking myself, you know, are these things that are bringing value to my life? Not And being clear that not everything has to be educational, right? But again, making sure that I overall was feeling good when I I consumed this thing. So I love personal development books as an example. It's my favorite thing on the planet to read. 
But sometimes my brain needs a break. (laughs) And so if I'm honest, when I'm on the beach, sometimes I love to kick back with a good old junky romance book. They're just so much fun. (laughs) I love them. Love a good Nora Roberts, Nora Roberts book. They're so lovely. But I'm intentionally choosing to read a novel that is just fun and indulgent. And then other times, I like to make sure I'm feeding my mind with things that get me to think bigger, dream bigger, look at new ways of being, creating, doing that maybe I hadn't thought of. And so when I'm feeding myself with, again, information that is positive and present and filled with potential or what I could use as potential or create in my life, it feels exciting. I feel limitless. And that kind of energy when I start my day is brilliant. It's one of the things or reasons I should say that I love morning routines. I always start off my morning with reading a little bit, not for the sake of, you know, having a routine for the sake of routine, because I think, you know, that part of, I don't want to say social media, but, you know, everyone talks about the importance of a morning routine and I deeply believe in it, but I, it's more for me anyway, to set my energy for the day in a very positive manner or to to create that positive energy for myself, that positive mentality as like a clean slate. So I start my day on a high versus just starting my day and seeing what happens to me. (laughs) And I don't think anything's right or wrong, but I think some people have made it mean that like, if you don't have a morning routine, you can't be successful. And that's not true. But again, the consumption part of it just puts me in this place of like, woo, I got this. I've got my own back. There's like all these possibilities in front of me, all these opportunities in front of me. Let's go. And I think that's really the message I want you to have in terms of being intentional, sorry, with your immediate consumption is making sure that what you consume is a part of your energy bank that you're going to ultimately give out to other people. And this goes into my next point which is the fourth habit, which is being mindful of who you surround yourself with. And so you really want to be careful that you're surrounding yourself with people that fit your future, not your past. And this is not from a perspective of, you know, tossing relationships because you don't think that they will be of benefit to you or because they've been around for a long time. That's not what I'm saying. But they do say that you calibrate to the people that you surround yourself with most. And so who you surround yourself with most tends to think small, or they don't think that there's a lot of possibility in their life, or that the dreams that you have might be too lofty, then it's really good to question how much time you want to spend with that type of individual. Because I'll tell you, entrepreneurship very much is a mindset game. (laughs) Now, don't get me wrong. Talents are really, it's a part of it too. But there are so many roller coaster moments (laughs) in entrepreneurship that are are mind games. And so you want to make sure that you're surrounded by people that will help keep you and remind you of your power, especially in those moments where it might feel a little bit more challenging. And not only that, but again, even just being around some of these women during this weekend event, it was so wonderful because I consider myself quite a big thinker, but being around some of these women, I thought, God, I could think even bigger. And they were showing me that, you know, the sky's not even the limit. 
And so if you really thought all things were possible and people were constantly shining that light of what's available to you, the opportunities, the possibilities, the dreams, all these things that you could create for your life, if you had that kind of energy around you, just because that was how the others around you operated as well, can you imagine how that would shift things? I remember leaving that weekend. I thought I was like going to conquer the world. <laughs> and that doesn't mean you ride that wave 24 seven, but it was so lovely to think like, okay, I can even dial it up a notch from here. And so again, the people that we surround ourselves with are so powerful. And so selecting, choosing, being um, intentional with who you spend your time with and how much time you spend with them has power in it. And so again, be mindful that they fit your future, not your past. Now, the last habit of a woman on the rise is that she curates her surroundings to ensure they remind her of who she is and who she's becoming. I think a lot of people think sometimes that environments are fluffy <laughs> and they don't really have much of an impact. But I, I really challenge that thinking. I know that anytime I've gone into a beautiful restaurant, a beautiful hotel, it really just elevates my energy. I feel special just being in that room. It gets me thinking bigger and dreaming about how I would love to be in this, this kind of luxurious space all the time. Or I'm sure many of you have had the experience of freshly cleaning your home. Maybe you've reorganized a few things. Maybe you got some fresh like linens for your bed or fresh flowers. Maybe it was a beautiful scent, whether it's incense or I don't know, something else that you have going in your home to create a, a beautiful environment for yourself. Doesn't it make you just want to have this big exhale of, oh, this is so nice. And it just boosts your energy just a little bit. It makes you rise just a little bit. That's what I love about surroundings. It's the same if you think of stores when you're shopping. You know, if you go into Zara or H&M or thrift stores, you'll notice that all the hangers are cluttered. They, they not, not necessarily mismatch, although I would say that's probably the case in thrift stores. But you'll, you'll find that, you know, everything's really condensed. It's cluttered. Everything's kind of stacked on top of one another. They're utilizing every inch of space to pack all that merchandise in a store. But if you were to go into Chanel or just a, a really beautiful boutique that might be local to you, everything has a place. It's spaced out. The colors on the wall have been picked out intentionally. The scent in the boutique has been picked out intentionally. Again, you might see flowers put everywhere. You might see space between all the garments so that you can see each beautiful piece that's been hand-selected carefully, or created, I should say, carefully. The pace of the workers is slower. No one's in a rush. They want you to take your time. Surroundings are so important. And so even if you're looking around your own office, your home, asking yourself, does my environment support who I want to be? Or are there ways that I can tweak things and elevate what I'm doing? So for me, as an example, you guys know I'm a, I love color. 
<laughs> and I love all of my little trinkets and stuff. So all of my markers and pens and such are in these beautiful gold uh, jars that I have that I have in that just gives it a bit of a luxe feeling. I have fresh flowers on either side of my computer just for a little bit of a boost. And then I also have my favorite crystals strewn just outside of that on my desk. So I've got quite a wide, wide desk. And then in the morning, while I'm sipping my cup of coffee and I start easing into my day, I light incense. And just the, the sight of the smoke slowly burning and, or sorry, not burning, rising, my apologies, and twisting in these different coils and shapes as it moves through my office and then smelling the incense that I've chosen just brings a new level of peace for me. It makes me so happy. And I can just feel my energy vibrate in a different way. It makes me happy to be in my office. And so again, I know that when I create that supporting environment for myself, what I create, the content, the, the language I use when I'm speaking to my clients, uh, the programs that I create, let's say, for example, even the outfits I make, whether for myself or for my clients, like all of it just feels more elevated because I'm elevated. My surroundings are elevated. And again, what I'm consuming in terms of my environment here feels good to me. And so as a result, that's what pours out of me. And so this is not about revamping your space unless you really want to do that. But again, just small, subtle tweaks that bring a smile to your face. I know I've mentioned this before, but one of my favorite things to do when I'm not having my cup of coffee on my desk <laughs> is actually to bring up a wine glass and I love to fill it with a little bit of fruit, usually like some fresh lemon, and then I'll pour some sparkling water into the wine glass. And I know that's a little extra, but we can be extra <laughs> and it's fine. It feels special to see the, the water bubbles in the glass, to have the wine glass by my side during the day. And to just click away at my computer as I work along with these beautiful things surrounding me. And so again, asking yourself those, these simple habits, are there ways that you can elevate these habits more, practice them more often? You know, if you're someone that maybe you sit down as an entrepreneur to your desk every day and you're in sweats, you know, is that the energy you want to bring to your content, your clients, your business? Or... Can you wear something that's comfortable, but a little bit more elevated that will also make you feel good? Maybe it starts off with jeans and maybe even just a simple t-shirt, but maybe you deck it out with some jewelry that feels good. That's an option. Or is it a practice of every time you hear yourself speak? Just can you be aware enough to notice is what I'm saying positive? Is it uplifting? Is it speaking to my dreams? Or do I need to work on it a little bit? Again, knowing that none of this is about perfection because none of us, myself included, <laughs> have this perfect 24-7. But again, just being in a practice of am I supporting the future version of myself and how she desires to show up? Because again, all of these things are exactly that. It's a practice. And the media consumption one for me is a, is a big practice. <laughs> I love social media and all the things that creatives post, but I know I've even had to set timers around how often that I'm there because I find that if I'm, I'm cre or sorry, if I'm consuming too much, it puts a different cap on my creative energy. And so I set a 30 minute timer to make sure I'm not on it more than that. And that's helped me a lot. And so if you love these five habits, please share them with me on Instagram. Let me know 
where you feel you're at with your own five habits. And if this is something that you want to work on more deeply, this is something we talk about and practice on the regular inside of Rise Through Style, where we help you not only step into a killer style, because of course... (laughs) but we also help you step into the woman that you are becoming, help you step into your personal power. So I will leave the link for that community down below. Other than that, I am sending you so much love and I will catch you again in the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be so honored if you would head over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review letting me know. This not only feels good, but more importantly, it helps me expand my mission in helping more women feel empowered, beautiful, and of course, rise. And if you want to come hang out with me more, I would be so honored to get to know you head on over to Instagram. That is where I hang out the most and will give you so many behind the scenes as well as my online community rise through style, where we help you shift your identity into one that is more empowered and impactful for you. We help you elevate your style and of course, help you step into the big dreams that you have for yourself and elevate every aspect of your life and business. Sending you all the love to the moon and back, and I will catch you again in the next episode.